This podcast and its parent website are supported by its listeners and readers. If you enjoy what you hear and read at Ride or Die, please consider supporting our continued creation at patreon.com slash ride or die. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Ride or Die Presents, Top of the Moment, the show where the co-founders of RideOrDie.net discuss our latest indulgences in film, music, culture, and other media. I'm here with Nate and Chris from RideOrDie.net. Uh, what up? Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Uh, you, know, not, you know, not much is up. Um, we made a miscalculation and we didn't have enough beer for this uh Iteration. It's a oh, yeah, we're this doing is a dry. Oh, except for you. Nate yeah, except for wine. Nate is drinking a whole bottle of wine. I, you guys are welcome to help yourself. I oh, it wasn't was about to just offer. We drank almost all of it, and then the inflection. That's because this is the first time hearing the it, emphasis that you put on that was really like. I know that you didn't mean it like this, but it sounded super condescending. It was uh, like, you guys are welcome to help yourselves. Well, yeah. that, it, <laughs> it, it did actually. I did mean to sound that way because Chris was like. Call me out on drinking a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> no, I mean, cel- we're celebrating. We're celebrating. The okay, thank you. Thank you. We will. Uh, I would. I'm going to drink the, this whole glass of water that I have. Just kidding. Really nuts. quickly so that I can have some of that wine. <laughs> I've got stage fright. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's the Velvet Devil. It's the Velvet Devil oh. Merlot. It's a 2014. I don't know if you oh, guys are... Oh, my. Oh, that's a great year. Oh, my. Out of Washington yeah. State, but we're not talking about wine. No, we're not, we're not talking about university. wine. We're but talking about... No, not the university. <laughs> we're talking about things that we're excited about. Nate, did you want to start us yes, off this Yes, I will week? start out this sober episode. Uh, sober <laughs> episode. With one of my new, like... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the clarification. One of my new, um, I don't want to say obsessions, but top of the moment. Uh, Atlas Coffee Club. Um, now this is a because Ride or Die, the folks of Ride or Die, uh, love our subscription services. Um, this is a subscription coffee service where you can get uh, bags of coffee delivered from all over the world. Uh, we're talking Rwanda, the Congo, Kenya, Burundi, which I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> um, but you can get these delivered straight to you. That's cool. It, yeah, subscription, like I said, subscription based. I don't know where they're based out of. They're all kind of all over the place, which I think is even better. Um, and here's just one review uh, that I think really sums it up um, from mysubscriptionaddiction.com. This is my first, again, these aren't my words, but I I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, This is my first subscription from Atlas Coffee Club, and I really enjoyed my first coffee. The beans arrived fresh and flavor was great. I also love Atlas's packaging, which I agree is gorgeous. Uh, Go to their website, atlascoffeeclub.com, and check out the packaging, because... It, it's beautiful. Each each package is kind of uh, homage to where they're located, uh, where the coffee's coming from, so I think that's great. Uh, but getting back to it, I also love Atlas's packaging. I think their bag design is one of the best I've seen. So, uh, yeah, check them out. My top of the moment. Yeah, we, we looked at the website together uh, for a little bit, and, and I concur with, with everything that you said. I, I wish that I drank more coffee myself at, at home, but I think that this is a perfect perfect gift, even... Just for, just for a family member yeah. or a friend or a loved one that 
indulges quite often in coffee. So you can do, uh, just give you a little more information, you can do one one to three bags, uh, choice is yours. You can select how often, every two weeks, every four weeks. Uh, you can select your roast preference if you like uh, light to medium or medium to dark, or if you like both, you can just do all roast types. Um, and then you can select a grind type, whole bean or ground, if you if you prefer to have your uh, beans already ground. What do you guys like? Do you like it ground for you, or do you like to ground your beans? I like to grind it. I don't have strong feelings on the only issue. Uh, we just got a new burr grinder for the holidays. I haven't even tried it yet. Mm-hmm. But we usually buy stuff at HEB and then grind it there Yeah, in the aisle. Yeah, yeah that's the same thing. Yeah, and then, uh, then bring it home. But now we're buying the whole bean stuff and grinding it at home. But I haven't even tried it yet. Yeah. Gotcha. So I don't know. I will get back to you on my my whether where I come down on that issue. I think yeah. that I I think that I prefer grinding it as well. There's it's, a there's a level of freshness. It is, yeah, and it just smells. I feel like it it just smells better than yeah. It, it like gets everywhere. Yeah, permeates the the, the yeah. room. Yeah, it's yeah really, I can see that being enjoyable. Yeah. We we did have for a long time. Um, one of my girlfriend's friends got her. Uh, uh, one of the old school manual ones. Yeah, that and that's what I love. Yeah. Those like French roast. That I really do like doing. Like it's just it's kind of that old thing. Like we were talking about kind of with the Records on our vinyl and, episode yeah. about like it's just that like manual process that makes this magical thing. And yeah, yeah, it's cool. it can be kind of annoying when you just want yeah. coffee. It's like I just need coffee. Yeah. yeah, it does take a little bit of time. Yeah, but especially the manual. Yeah. 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 All right, Chris. What do you? Got? Um. Yeah. Speaking of subscription services, this is one that I've had for going on. I think. This is five months now. I think I'm getting my fifth package uh, soon, fifth or sixth. Um, me undies. Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds kind of strange, um, but it is a subscription underwear service. Uh, so I get for about eighteen dollars a month. I get one pair of uh, like premium uh, underwear and with different patterns. Uh, bright, vibrant colors. They're just really, really comfortable. It, it feels weird telling the whole, like, not the whole world, obviously, <laughs> but whoever's going to listen to this, it, it feels weird telling them about uh, the underwear that I'm currently wearing. But <laughs> so I, right now I'm wearing a nice blue, red striped, uh, horizontal stripes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so I, I follow me undies on social media. I think, Whoa, cool. actually, I think I just follow them on Instagram now that I think about it. But they're a great follow. They they do. Um, they're big into the Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram stories, mm-hmm. um, and then their images are great too. They're a really fun follow. I've toyed with the idea of getting me undies, but my thing, I don't know. I like. I tend to buy like really expensive, really high quality underwear, and then have it for like years on end. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I'll buy mm-hmm. the cheap stuff and yeah. like wear it into the ground. Yeah. Just holy undies. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I, I would recommend it. I mean, I think that it's pretty high quality. Um, granted, I, I mean, it's not like I'm going on a year of using the same, wearing that same underwear or something yeah, like yeah. that, or I haven't worn it, like, <laughs> I haven't worn it, like, 30 times. Right, right, right. How it often feels is like it it's built to last. Did they send you Once a, a month. pair? And it's one pair? One pair. It's, it's, it's more, I mean, you're obviously not getting seems like a whole it, lot of bang for your buck. If well, it just seems like that quantity. after a certain amount of time, like... You just be like, stop sending me underwear. Like, I have yeah. enough underwear. Well, it's yeah. only once a month, right? I know, but, like... Mm. I, I know, like, if I'm you doing... think about a time period of, like, a year or two years... 12 times about, like, tw- 24, 12 to 24 pairs of underwear? Yeah. I guess that's not that's, Yeah, but then you can always, like, have, like, fresh 
underwear too. Yeah. Like you're like transitioning stuff. Yeah, you can that. rotate them out. Yeah, you have, have seven. Seasonal. You have twenty one that you rotate. Less well, laundry. See, that's yeah. That's that's part of the reason is like less laundry. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. I'm trying to transition away from boxers and doing more like. Um, oh, we're getting re- we're getting real into it. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to transition away from boxers and doing more of like a trunk thing. I know that you were being serious, but that just sounds funny. I know, it sounds ridiculous. Uh, and so this is a good way of me, uh, better than me just like going out to the store. Yeah. yeah. Or like just getting a pair of like Hanes, like three pair, three pack of Hanes that's going to last like, I don't know, yeah. 10 washes or something. Yeah. So I feel like these are really built to last and they're yeah. very, very comfortable. Yeah. And we, when you got your last pair, uh, I hate to admit it, but uh, when you got your last pair, we kind of compared... Because I, I just recently, coincidentally, bought, like, a nine-pack mm-hmm. of Hanes <laughs> and compared the... the quality. The quality uh, and Miandy's is... The build, obviously. The, build, the build quality. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it's the stitch really work. Nice. And, <laughs> and they're beautiful, dude. And the pattern. looks so good. And you can... you can Because your pattern is a little more festive, but you chose that, right? Like, you can pick if you're more of a conservative... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're more of, like, a conservative type. Where yes. You, you can just, just like get a solid... Colors, you yeah. get a solid color. I... It's a little. Bit, it's less expensive to do just a solid color as well. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. But they have all these seasonal things. I think on Halloween I got ones with little spooky ghosts on it. Yeah. Um. So it's really cool. Awesome. Uh. But yeah, I, I would recommend it to a lot of people. They have men and women's underwear, mm-hmm. so it's good for either either gender. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going with a bit of a theme for my top of the moment this week. It's all going to be podcast related. No spoilers on you guys ready? No, I'm not going to tell you like spoilers about podcasts. I just did podcast content in general. Sure. My first, my first pick uh, for top of the moment is going to be a pocket, excuse me, a podcatcher or a app with which to listen to your podcasts, to subscribe to podcasts and all this stuff. Um, These, of course, have been around for a long time. The original one being iTunes. Mm -hmm. Um, They've grown a lot over the like 10 years or so that or maybe a little bit longer that podcasting has really been a thing and i've gone through probably five or six different ones and i found one about a year ago so it's not really in the moment but i've been using it a lot lately and i think that's why it's in the moment but anyway i found this one probably about a year ago and i haven't looked back there's nothing else that compares to it it's called pocket cast it's available for ios or android um, it's by a developer called Shifty Jelly, and it has top ratings on, I think, both of the stores for podcast apps. And it's just like, it's a really beautiful experience. Um, <clears throat> there's some material design elements, if you're familiar with uh, what that is. And it has a great feature where, like, you can have it auto download, and then you can also have it when once you finish listening to a podcast, it automatically gets deleted from your storage. Oh, cool! That's really um, so useful. it saves on storage if you have a limited uh, storage on your device. Yeah. And then it, it the library that you can search through and subscribe to is like it's very it pulls from I think a few different sources uh, like the iTunes directory and some of the other podcasting directories. They also do this really great thing where on the like now playing screen, it pulls the color palette out from whatever album artwork you're looking oh. at and so it sort of themes the player so based on the color of instance, your uh yeah that's cool for instance like the nerd is there it's gonna be yeah it'll be like red. yellow and red and orange and stuff and then like for like the, there for like the verge cast it'll be this like nice deep purple uh, I like that that's and stuff really yeah it's really really cool and there's there's other 
great little tweaks under the hood type stuff that you can do and you can manually subscribe to podcasts if you need to do that and and did you say sorry if i'm making you repeat mm-hmm. yourself no. but did you say this was android only no it's iOS? android ios okay. um yeah it has a very android look and feel yeah and that's probably coming from a lot of that material design yeah. uh stuff it does it's i think it's a free download and then they offer oh no it is a paid app um, so that's maybe the only downside. It's three ninety nine on the iTunes store. I don't know what the price is on Android off the top of, on the Android store off the top of my head because I'm logged in right now. <laughs> but um, and then they also offer like a one time fee that is like a synchronization service. Uh, so like if you pay that one time fee, then your place is synchronized. Like if you're listening on your phone and then you go to the desktop uh, player oh, or right. the web player, the you, it'll keep your spot. Yeah, stuff that's like that. really useful. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's just a great podcatcher, and I've really ever since I found out about it and got it, I've never looked back. I paid for the sync. Like I gave them all my money. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. So there is no free version. I don't think try. so. I don't. Think I might so. have I'll to check, check it out right still, now. just because I've you know I've always used the podcast app that just comes. Equipped on your iPhone, on iPhone, yeah. yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of it. It's very hard when you lose your place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interface for like fast forwarding or getting back to that if you're out is difficult. It's wonky. It keeps it holds on to episodes for a long time. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there's many different screens. So like if you don't know that you have an episode somewhere, it's just sitting there and it'll be there forever. You yeah. Have to, like go search. For Absolutely. It. So, the, if it, if if it's it sounds as good if if it acts as good as it sounds, then I think it'd be well worth four dollars. Yeah, definitely. And um, it has some. It, like I said, it has a lot of under the hood stuff, but it also has just like really common sense stuff. Like uh, there's one podcast that I listen to where the the people who record it oftentimes are in places where they don't have the best recording equipment. So sometimes like one or both of the people that are on the podcast are really quiet. There's like a feature in the app that is a volume boost to all like and you can apply it to all the podcasts so you just get it's just a it loudens everything wow. if like you're uh. listening on terrible speakers or like listening on underpowered speakers or something like that or an airplane or an airplane <laughs> always yeah. on a, to be an issue exactly so anyway pocket casts on uh, google play or ios check that out cool so i guess that comes back to me so my and let me start by first of all saying that Ride or die doesn't agree with any sort of uh, business practice that VW uh, <laughs> partakes in, or what they've been accused of, or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're primarily, I- I'm primarily just looking at the new the concept art for the new VW bus. Um, imagine an Audi that's been merged with a Volkswagen, oh. with that old school Volkswagen bus yeah. look. Yeah. Um, imagine that, and the features, the cool features, the headlights, the LED headlights. All of those on one of those old school Daisy buses. Um, it's really cool. They, they, there's a couple of shots of the inside where you can, you know, your seat you can spin around and you kind of have, you know, a table setting and everything like that. Um, looks like there's a couple of moon roofs and sun roofs. Um, the wheels. I don't know if those. Like I said, this is just concept art, so I don't know if the wheels are going to be like that. But I really thought that this was kind of cool and kind of a great way to to pull that retro because everybody knows what the VW bus looks like yeah. and to pull that into 2017 or whenever this is this is going to be uh, launched the newest century um, so check that out it's just it looks like it's just a concept art but uh, it's sleek and it's gorgeous yeah it looks very much like I don't know like 
one of the cars from Cars are very futuristic. Yeah. Uh, I think that that may be the design of the wheels and the LED lights on it. It's also Definitely. that swept front. Yeah. Like, yeah that's that's my least favorite part of it, actually. I like the I like the way the old ones look. Yeah, um, that really the abrupt. Yeah, I like that yeah. as well. But that's, that's a trend that's been going on, you know, over the yeah, last 10 yeah. years with Cars. Yeah. yeah. So, and apparently it's an all-electric concept. Yeah, I oh. think, and uh, they they unveiled it at the Detroit Auto Show, which I think is going on right now. Yeah, um, yeah, this is just Detroit, like Michigan. super brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super it's top like, moment. Huh. <laughs> just happened ten minutes ago. Ten, the hot of the presses. I would ride in one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd drive with you. Go with you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not driving. <laughs> That's fine. We'll split a bottle of wine. In the back. <laughs> All right. So moving on over to uh, my second one. It's actually a video. Uh, one of those year-end list kind of deals. Um, you love them. I do love them. It's not, it's not a typical, it's not like the Pitchfork Top 100 Tongs or something. But it's just a quick video, I think it's about four minutes long, of all of these behind-the-scene footages, excuse me, <clears throat> all of these behind-the-scene footage clips from the movies that are on the short list for the Academy Awards Visual, Visual, Academy Award Visual Effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, honor um, and so it's a bunch of movies like Arrival and The Jungle Book and Rogue One and Doctor Strange and uh, Captain America Captain Civil America. War I think there's I some other Kubo. ones in there Kubo oh Kubo's Kubo in there one of my favorite um, yeah. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them is in there so it's a really cool watch because it you know it shows all these like high def clips of the action as you know it and would see it in theaters and then what you're seeing behind the screen. So Mowgli in the Jungle Book is, it's him interacting with Bagheera and it's just this big like stuffed animal head <laughs> and then it transforms into Bagheera as you see him in the film. And yeah. uh, It's just a really interesting watch to see uh, to see all those films come together and it's, it's so it's easy to find. We'll have it up on the website as well in the show notes but uh, it's by Art of the Film, and you can see it on Vimeo. It's called Academy Awards Visual, Visual Effects Shortlist Reel 2016. It's just always really... I've always been interested in seeing yeah. um, how the concept uh, is fully realized, how they pulled it the off. End result. Yeah. yeah, and beautifully cut, by the way. Yeah, it is one of those... Vimeo... It, videos on Vimeo just have a knack for just looking beautiful. Yeah. I, I've never... I mean, I'm yeah, sure I found one. That's their whole good, thing. But yeah. yeah. Everything on Vimeo, it's like... It's like the ritzy version of YouTube, YouTube for yeah. sure. I would be interested in seeing more of uh, some of my favorite YouTube personalities. I'm sure that they're on Vimeo, uh, but like the Nerd Writer and Every Scene of Painting, um, Every Frame, of Every Frame, frame of Painting. painting yeah. To see them go on Vimeo and maybe like put their stuff on there. I know it's I know it's there, but if it was maybe just like a unique Vimeo property, mm-hmm. I think that'd be really really cool. Um, but yeah, I would recommend this video to anybody that is interested in, in the Academy Awards itself, in this year in cinema, in special effects in general, in those specific movies. Like, maybe you're just interested in those movies. You're a big mm-hmm. fan of Captain uh, America Civil War and you want to see some of those behind the scene things. Uh, some of their big, some of their big um, special effects, you see the fighting, behind the scenes fighting, which is really cool. But I really think, as for that, those go, having to pick... I'm trying to think of which one of those I, I really think should win like mm-hmm. the award. It's hard. 
It is really hard. I mean, I the special effects or Academy like Award. who like mm-hmm. what? I would think maybe Doctor Strange. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange does a lot of things that are like I need to see that. Really interesting. Yeah, and I haven't seen them film, but just what I'm watching in this, just mm-hmm. based off the merit oh, of yeah, its yeah. visual effects, uh, it seems like it would be a worthwhile winner of of that award. Hmm. Yeah, cool. So my next one, continuing along, continuing along with my. Uh, <laughs> podcast-related theme is going to be a podcast that I just discovered, so this one is actually top of the moment, um, called Darkest Night, and it's a horror podcast, and uh, the kind of gimmick or the hook about it is, well, first of all, it's narrated by Lee Pace, so that was my original draw. The way I came to this was I was having some Halt and Catch Fire nostalgia, and so I was in the Halt and Catch Fire subreddit, and I saw that he had did an, done an uh, AMA on Reddit, looked there, found out about this podcast. Also, it's recorded binaurally, which means in, like, binaural direction oh, audio. Yeah. But it's more than just left and right. It's also front and back. So, obviously, you wouldn't get that full effect unless you're listening to special kinds of speakers that are designed to yeah. output that. But... Like, you can hear, if you listen with a good set of headphones, particularly, like, over-the-ear head- headphones, you can hear the directional sound. Like, someone sounds like they're behind you and to their left. Or someone sounds like they're in front of you and to your right. So it's that, and so it's recorded with these incredibly fancy microphones. It's a horror podcast. I think, I've only listened to the first episode. And I think it's a different story each time, like okay. a different horror story each time. Um, and is it narrative horror story or is it fiction Sorry. yes yes it is okay. um, and then again like I said narrated by Lee Pace and then there's a whole star studded cast of people who appear on it uh, voicing different actors I, I don't I, I really can't um, it's something I'm really excited about but again I've already only listened to one episode so it's hard for me to talk too much about it but I'm definitely going to keep listening to it the other thing that's cool is like if you go to their website you can look at the equipment that they use oh. um, and it's uh it's crazy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just a cool concept and something that you don't hear a lot um, with, like, pod- like podcasting, not only podcasting, but just, like, audio that's sort of, I don't know, quickly produced and, and like, put out over the net. Like, mm-hmm. I guess podcast is the main case I'm talking about, but, like, you don't really, there's not a ton of podcasts, at least in my experience, that have that level of, like, detail in mm-hmm. the production. So... Would you, so you and your girlfriend, Aaron, are big fans of lore. Uh Would you put it on the same level as lore? (sighs) They're sort of different, you know, lore, because like lore is all about like lore, you know, it's like, it's about the sort of like historic, yeah, the the supernatural elements of like history and stuff. I don't know, at this point I would put them kind of on the same level, just because I don't have a ton of experience with Darkest Night, but... Which yeah. one so far? You've only listened to a couple episodes, right? So one. Oh, just the one. Yeah. Okay. It would be interesting to hear an update maybe in future weeks. Yeah. On I'd which one? Maybe like next top of the moment in a couple of weeks where. Okay. Which one scared you the most in its history of like you okay. listening to it? <clears throat> because lore is scared the heck out of yeah. you. Yes, lore is real creepy, and like I think part of the I I don't know if you were just gonna ask me to give me a, like a, give it a creep give one of them a creepier grade like yeah. which one's creepier I'd probably say lore because mm-hmm. just because you know that everything's scripted and it just yeah. it kind of I don't like know you can yeah. take yourself out of it yeah yeah, you yeah a little bit yeah. yeah 
But uh, yeah, Darkest Night, again, if you're a Lee Pace fan, if you like Pushing Daisies or <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. or anything that he's been in. Well, and it's even like a, it's almost like, I don't want to say movement, but it's like a new thing with these podcasts and these radio shows. Um, is it like, do they do, do you know if they do like Foley art? So like um, sound effects, like yes, yeah, you know the old coconut, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, yeah, they awesome. definitely See, do that. So there's those. Uh, another one is like Radio Lab, mm-hmm. um, where they tell these stories and they you know record it right uh, they, live, kind of, yeah, yeah, um, using these Foley artists. And I think Foley art is kind of a dying, kind of a lost art, kind of a lost yeah. art, yeah, lost Foley art. Uh, <laughs> most notably, what is it? Uh, not the day the Earth stood still, War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the most famous like. Radio yeah. shows where they utilize yeah. art. The last yeah. thing I'll say about it is like it is weird when you sit down, like being a sort of citizen in the internet age, and like you sit down for this, what's meant to be this like complete, like all encompassing narrative piece of art, but then it's only audio. It it feels strange. Yeah, like it feels like you got to acclimate to it, because like I just think the whole time I was listening to it, I was sort of just thinking about like families like used to sit around the radio you know that type of thing it just it's one of those things that just it it just takes some adjusting because we're so used to having like screens in our faces all the time but uh i mean i think it's probably those types of shows are i think worth it worth it just for that just to give you a different way of experiencing a story yeah have you ever have you ever listened to thrilling adventure hour Mm -hmm. okay because i've always wanted to listen to that and just never for whatever reason i never have and i know it's maybe not a one-to-one comparison, mm-hmm. but it you know it is like a radio play right itself, but it's very rooted in the like twenties and thirties oh, era. Okay. okay, so it's like Nathan oh, Fillion, uh, yeah, well, it's, cool. it's like Nathan Fillion and like a bunch of other like actors oh, like that. Okay, that will come on and and do it, and um, but yeah, it's that it's like a kind of like a superhero-y kind of thing mm. uh, superhero like a detective stuff um, so it's that whole feel film film noir kind of yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I would recommend that if you if you like yeah yeah if you like that as well cool try, try checking that out That's and letting awesome. me know how it is yes yeah well um, something that hopefully doesn't ever come back uh, leads me right into my third one Rama, which is a Futurama fan film I'm okay so this is probably my favorite cartoon show of all time nothing has made me laugh more nothing's made me cry like you think like oh you know cartoon Mm -hmm. uh especially geared towards like comedy and from the dudes Mm -hmm. that did the simpsons like what the like how is this making you cry but it it does Uh, there are moments that are super sweet very emotional so and this is it's a tv show it's been gone for a year they had a long running like eight seasons i think and a couple of uh, movies and it actually it was killed on network television and then and came then back three times back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was back. done yeah it was killed three times i think twice by fox uh, and then most recently they came back on uh, comedy Sense. central yeah and then um, they just ended it and then they right? just ended it yeah but this is a, a quaint i think it's like a 30 minute something somewhere around there uh, film the voices obviously are all wrong because this is <laughs> a fan film so it's it's real life but it's really great to see what it would look like in real life. Uh, you get to see Leela, who's yeah. the Cyclops. Uh, you get to see her in real life. Uh, Bender the robot. Uh, you get to see him in real life. And if you can look past the voices, um, this is enjoyable. 
you you would not think that this was a fan film just based off of the writing because the writing is is on par with uh, how Futurama was written. Hmm. So it's really great. What? How long is it? It's like forty minutes. It's like I thought it was like thirty-one something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Thirty to forty minutes. Yeah, I think it, it, yeah. it's like you know what a TV show. And it's not. Is it like? Is it? It's. Not, I mean, it's obviously not. Obviously not officially canon. But is it like trying to continue any kind of storyline or like? Is there anything that you have to have seen before you see it? I would say yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you like, have I be... haven't seen the end of the show. Oh, I don't think stuff. No, you should be fine with that. But you, you should be familiar with yeah. the universe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Familiar with the characters and the story sure. and the universe and that sort sure, of thing, yeah. okay. and and the humor even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is it weird watching it live action like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, taking like taking. Uh, the voices out of it just seeing it live is so trippy yeah uh, so weird especially like I said there's like eight seasons and 20 something episodes in every season so there's a good chunk that you're spending with these cartoon characters and seeing them in real life is kind of kind disorienting. of disorienting mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I can imagine yeah but it sounds like it's worth a check out I I've I got most of my Futurama I've spent most of my time with Futurama when it was taken off the air. I watched it on Fox when it was originally on the air uh, for a little yeah, little bit. Um, but then when it was taken off, I'd kind of fallen out of, of it. But then I would watch it almost religiously when it was on Adult Swim because yeah. it was one of the first Adult Swim syndicated shows that they yeah, would have. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have it every night at like 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. like 9.30. Yeah. And so I would watch it repeatedly. And so I would watch episodes over and over again. But then when it went to Comedy Central, I just never like went back over there. Mm. It's one that like I should probably, I think go back yes. to myself. I I need to do that, and I I still, I still want to do the Simpsons too, all the way through. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not all the way through, but like through, the, the most of it. Yeah, that was a little tough. Uh, people compare them often, and it's it's a fair comparison because yeah, because like, so they're both macroing. Yeah. yeah. But where the Simpsons, and this may be an unpopular opinion, where the Simpsons sort of after a season, you know, whatever, everyone has a different opinion. Yeah. They sort of tanked in terms of writing and yeah. even the voices sound different. Sure. Uh, whereas Futurama, from the very first episode to the very last one, they maintain the same... It's more consistent. Yeah, they maintain yeah, yeah. the same level of writing and the same humor and, and yeah. the voices stay the same. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, nine, nine seasons compared to, what, 26? Yeah. 28? Yeah, 26, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But Fanorama, this should, this should itch... Uh, your Futurama it should scratch your Futurama itch should itch your fetch yeah. itchy and scratchy <laughs> uh, got to you yeah. got to you yeah well I'm gonna go ahead and do uh, my third one which is also not very top of the moment I think based off of how we're like approaching this now this might shift to just like what we're really feeling in the two weeks top of the moment has sort of become an ironic title at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's top which of our I'm fine with that top of yeah, what we are really feeling yeah. You know? So uh, top one, of the mind. Top of the mind. <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the things that I'm really really feeling right now. I'm really into. I get excited to finish work because I can go home and watch it. Is Survivor season thirty one specifically? <laughs> uh, I like uh, Survivor a lot. I've I've always loved Survivor. I fell. I I didn't watch it a whole lot after it it it's first aired. The uh, the show it set like a, the entire series. I watched maybe like the first four seasons when I was a kid and then stopped watching it until I was in college. Watched like three years, which is about six seasons of it. Loved it. Um, would watch it continuously. <laughs> then uh, that, after college and after I moved out of my parents' place, 
I kind of lost track of it again. Yeah. But Hulu has everything. Hulu <laughs> has like all of the seasons. This is the most recent one on Hulu, which it's actually from 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just started with that one, um, and it's been, it's been so enjoyable. Like, I should it. I'm watching you it said, with you, somebody right now. Though. You sound like a drug addict. I am a drug like, addict. Like, I have it, and then it is now relapsed. I've relapsed into survivor. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Uh, typically, though, what what happens is whenever I have somebody that is watching it with me, um, that's when I get really into it. Yeah. I don't watch it by myself. Yeah, you get into it in a big bad way, and that goes with anything. <laughs> yeah, and so like I want another person there with yeah. me to watch it, and yeah. that's because I like to talk about it. I yeah. Like to, I will say that that's like one of the attractive things about reality television that I don't really feel like I've ever truly experienced is that yeah. like they're sort of designed to be reacted to. Yeah. And like there's they they play well to like viewing parties and like people reacting in in ridiculous ways to what's going on screen like you know just in the middle of everything, just turning to your friend and being like, oh my god, that was so stupid. Yeah. Whereas, like, basically all of their television, or, like, all the television that I consume, like, if somebody did that, I would be pissed at them. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> but, like, sure. it's, like, it's it's sort of the attraction, one of the attractions of, like, a reality show like Survivor. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I sort of get it. Yeah. But, like, I've never watched it. It bonds people together just to like watch this <laughs> yeah, show and be like, "This something. is stupid." Yeah. I don't think that Survivor is stupid. I think that of the reality television shows, it's the one that gets its formula most right uh. and stick it. I mean, that's why there's 31 seasons of it. Yeah, like, yeah. There's other reality shows like The Bachelor has several seasons, but truthfully, The Bachelor is not a smart television show. Yeah, it, it makes its characters. It's big. It's success comes from making its characters look desperate and stupid and deplorable and deplorable <laughs> and just awful people that you don't want to be like where survivor is like sure there's an element of that people can behave poorly on survivor but at the end of the day it's basically just real people on this island trying to survive um and yeah they like backstab each other and they do mean things to each other but a lot of probably like half the people that have won survivor have also just not d- been backstabby right now yeah so it's like fair and balanced yeah doesn't you don't have to be well loved in survivor and be this crazy out there personality um typically crazy out there personalities don't do well on survivor Hmm. because they're exasperating for the people that have to live with them on an island as it's raining and they're high right right sunburned if you are a person that is just loud and obnoxious, chances are... Yeah, you're getting voted off. Yeah. They're not going to want you there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I think in, in, in that respect, as a reality television show, I think it's it's why it's one of the best. I think um, another one that's really good that I've never actually really watched, but I, I think it's probably for, this, for a similar reason, is it a popular reality show, is The Amazing Race, which is just like... Yeah, that's my only actual, probably... That's the... That's really the only reality TV show that I have any kind of experience with. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it's alright. I'm, yeah. I'm ashamed to say what mine is. Uh, John oh. and Kate plus eight. Oh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Way back in the day. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV, let alone yeah. a lot of reality TV. Yeah. So. See, that's, that's something 
about reality TV that I don't like. So Survivor gets the rea- reality or the show that kicked all the reality television right. off, and it yeah. did. But it's a game show essentially. Yeah, it's just a game show. Yeah, I don't like the trend of like the reality show that's like keeping up with the Kardashians or Johnny Kate plus eight yeah, yeah, or yeah. any of the things that are like on TLC where it's yeah. just like okay, we're just gonna take com- it, they're more of a documentary reality show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they try to manufacture more of a scripted drama, yeah. whereas. Survivor, like you said, is yeah, it's just it's a game, a game show. show. Yeah. yeah, where like the Amazing Race is kind yeah. of just a game show. So yeah. the thing with those shows is they just like hitch their wagon to this ride, somebody that they think is going to be like enough to propel a whole like couple of seasons worth of material, and then they manufacture stuff, they manufacture drama, and they make so much out of a little thing. Yeah, like on Survivor. One of the episodes I was watching from season 31 last night, uh, uh, it, it had been raining for, like, probably around, like, 70 hours. Just mm. straight. They couldn't get warm. Their uh, shelter was, like, decrepit and, like, leaking. <laughs> um, and one guy who his feet are just so messed up. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, uh, pruny, but, yeah, like, like, it looks off. like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, falling off. It looks yeah, like yeah. the skin at any moment could come Oof. off. He got, like, gastrointestinal, like, distress. So, in the middle of this, like, in this peak of this, like, thunderstorm, he had to, like, basically, like, every couple of minutes run out into the storm and, like... Defecate. Defecate. (laughs) For, like, a a whole night. And he was just, like, crying and, like... He's already... He's already not, like, one of the stronger guys on the show. (laughs) He, you know, couldn't crack a coconut and like couldn't help with like building the shelter so <clears throat> you take some of it with a grain of salt but like that sounds miserable yeah, that sounds yeah, so yeah. awful yeah. I would not want to do it that's way worse than like I don't know what's a dilemma that they've had on keeping up with the Kardashians your sister said something mean about your boyfriend like yeah. who the who gives a shit well, yeah. so could they do potentially because if, if anybody at Survivor is listening uh, I'd be interested in this uh, so this one's <laughs> this one's in Cambodia Right, if they could season do, thirty-one, yeah, from twenty season thirty-one, yeah, and they've all been in these sort of exotic locations. Yeah. I'd imagine mm-hmm. uh, if they could do Survivor like season whatever in like San Francisco, <laughs> or, or maybe New York, yeah, or Tokyo. Just... Like, give me a call, man. Well, <laughs> I'm interested. The way they would have to do I, the, the version of that that I imagine is they take people who don't speak English, or it could take Americans that don't speak the the, the language the of whatever language, city, yeah. and then they're like, here, go to. Budapest and don't die. Don't die for like <laughs> yeah. thirty nine days. Find some shelter. Find some like yeah. You couldn't do, get a job. Yeah, you like, couldn't do somewhere get like, a job. like yeah. Paris or something because there's too many people that like <laughs> you know English yeah. is becoming a universal language. Uh, so you could do somewhere like that, but but maybe, yeah, like, go to the Budapest Hungary and just like go to Budapest Hungary. Yeah, we'll do that. But well, also I get it. Starve them for several days and send them to Budapest, Hungary. Yeah. And everybody will laugh about the joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's the equivalent. If you want a big city experience, you have to take people, strip them of their of what would, if they were visiting that city yeah. as just like a tourist, yeah. what would make them comfortable to do Thrive. that. Yeah. And then just like throw them in there them in. and be like, let's see how you do. And then you reconvene and vote each other out. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I well, think maybe the city of Budapest would vote you out. Trade, trademark. <laughs> Ryder Die has the patent on this. Uh, we're writing it up right now. That's right. We'll start uh, working on the script after this. Recording. I mean, I guess that's Amazing Race, though. I just described it. Yeah, you're kind of... <laughs> well, hey, there's no reason to like start rushing off to places, man. Like, Listen, 
Amazing Race, that's CBS. We could, yeah. go with, we could just get NBC or Fox to buy it. Yeah. That's true. Fox else. will buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They won't keep it, but they'll buy it. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's close it out with my last one, I guess. Continuing with my theme, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get it right out there. This one's gonna be a little bit of a braggy one. There we go. <laughs> um, so my my actual pick is is a podcast that I think I've mentioned on the show before, but I don't think it was ever one of my picks. Um, it's Daily Tech News Show. It's run by a guy who has been a tech reporter for like 15 years, um, of various different outlets, and he is like the most professional. I don't know news reporter kind of guy I know um, or know of. <clears throat> anyway, he does um, a crowdfunded uh, daily tech news show and that is the, the title, Daily Tech News Show. Yeah. And it's just, uh, they do top news, top tech news stories of the day and then they have a main discussion. They were having a conversation yesterday that was tangentially related to something that we talked about on one of our main shows um they were talking about uh they were basically reading in some revenue numbers from uh video game studios from the from the past year and they were talking about some of the indie developers Mm. what was the what was the indie game keeper the keeper so like they were talking about developers like that and stardew valley and uh you know just myriad other indie developers that have been successful in the past year. <clears throat> and so I, being the astute observer and uh, talented typer that I am. <laughs> typist. <laughs> typist, typist, thank you. Typist, thank you. I wrote the producer of the show a little message. Would you like me to read it? Oh, please. please. Yeah, absolutely. So let me, I'll just spoil it now. They read it on the show today, which is cool and it was real tangentially related to our show so i decided that daily tech news show should be my pick and then what uh what i submitted this is huge yeah this is huge it's huge for us yeah so basically what i said was regarding yesterday's discussion on gaming revenue and all and the indie gaming renaissance we seem to be seeing i kind of feel like video game creators are now experiencing what music creators experienced in the early 2000s back in the day musicians needed a lot of resources to produce and distribute their work as advances in home home recording equipment progressed and the internet began to blossom, suddenly anyone that could play an instrument or sing could record, produce, release, and distribute an incredibly polished, finished product to an audience of millions. The same is now true of video game development, where once it required a mega studio and scores of developers and engineers to create a successful game, we now see indies popping up all over the place, some, like Stardew Valley, even garnering critical acclaim. This is presumably due to the wide array of open source and distributed development tools and the modern u- ubiquity of relatively powerful systems on which to develop. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. And they just read that out and they... Well done. They said uh, AMSB. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he said, AMSB said this. Oh. It felt, felt a little swell. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. But anyway, it's a really, really great show. If you care about technology at all, if you like staying, keeping up with news uh, related to technology... And you like insightful conversation about said news, uh, daily tech news show. You can find it in a new podcaster, maybe Pocket Cast. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Tell them how, how how long is this one? Because it's like forty minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. daily, and it's crazy to think about like um, just like he. It's really high production level too, and the fact that he's able to churn these out day after day. And there's like a rotating cadre of guests that come in and out. There's sort of a schedule. Like okay. Monday it's this guy, Tuesday it's this gal, etc. 
Okay. But yeah. it's just the one guy that's uh, always he's constant. Yeah, he's like okay. the host, and then he has guests on every day. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and they do like really cool and quirky, fun things. Like on Fridays, they have a guy come in on and illustrate the show. Oh, that's so cool. he like draws about what they're talking about. It's yeah. interesting. That's pretty cool. I'll have to check that out. Uh, if you do check it out, let them know that Ryder Dice sent you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, man. Anything else we got? Was that it? Is that it? Are we done? I mean, I could go in depth about The Bachelor now. <laughs> let's double I've back. Watched, let's, let's double back. Let's talk about The Bachelor. Let's we'll do that Survivor. Survivor. We'll table that. Okay. And then we'll, we'll come to that at a point later in time. Hey, you there through the microphone. I have the speakers listening to the, my voice right now. Don't forget to send us your top of the moment at Ride or Die blog at gmail.com. And if you get value out of anything we're, t- we're producing at Ride or Die, please consider throwing us a couple of bucks at patreon.com slash writerdie. And as a reminder, you can always visit us at writerdie.net to get the latest original writing from me, Chris, and Nate. And you can also listen to our other show, our main discussion podcast. And we will see you next time. Anything else? Have a good one. (laughs)